Welcome to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. I'm your host, Mark Williamson. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. If you listen to us on iTunes, give us a star rating and a review. really helps the show. If you're not listening to us on iTunes, that's cool. Spread the love. Tweet about us. Facebook about us. Uh, for more information, check out ComedyOnEdge.com or follow us on Twitter at ComedyOnEdge. All right, time for the show. Let's hit the music. Welcome buddy, to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. I'm your host, Mark Williamson, and we're back in Edge HQ, and it's a full house. On the dials, we have our second favourite dial twiddler. Is it second? I don't know that we've had a few of them. He's assistant producer, Lester Diamond. How are you? Hello, all. <laughs> oh, what, what an intro. Has it been a good week? It's been a fantastic week, mate. I yeah. see you dressed to impress. Last time we recorded, you're in a suit. Now you've gone the full, you've got the Spalding. Are they swimmers, or are they... <laughs> <laughs> They're yeah, half boardies, half sportswear, half. Uh, so we're up to three halves. Yeah, and ladies yeah, and gentlemen, an improper fraction. He's an improper fraction, and he's just brought brought us into the. Conference. We've got another someone else to introduce, but we better we better introduce him now because he's just keen to talk. He is the Cronulla Sharks' f- second favorite comedian, <laughs> Peter Mizell. How are you? Good, thank you, thank you. Now, now that I'm with you, people, what could be better? Well, that's what we were just thinking. We were just, I'll get back to the Cronulla Sharks in a second. We should introduce our intern, Jasmine's here. Jasmine, how are you? Um, not too bad, not too bad. Um, that's a hot intern to you. The hot intern? Oh, that's okay. right, that's right. Okay. This is, this is, is, that, is that, can you say? I think, I think that's a cue for us to turn down the air conditioning <laughs> slash open the window. <laughs> the, yeah, please, before I take my clothes off. Okay. Uh-huh. This is taking a turn. I just want this to... I think we're going to have to start video recording this because I can just see it's a sexual harassment suit waiting to happen here. And oh, you only said that because this. That would have to be... Inter- well, he, he's actually a, the official comedy on the edge lawyer too, so we're probably going to lose dramatically if yeah. anyone wants to sue us. Bad choice, you know, Mark. Bad choice. I've, yeah. I've, I know. I, I aimed low with this one. So, Peter, you've you've had an interesting gig recently with the Cronulla Sharks. Well, Do you want- the, there was a Cronulla Shark there, um, but this was at Bondina. And, um, Which is where? Uh, you know where hell is? You make, <laughs> you make a right. So Cronulla, uh, the yeah, Shire. No, no, across it. You go through, the, you go through uh, 20 kilometers um, through the National Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been watching a lot of the series Walking Dead, so I'm really, <laughs> a little bit scared there. And um, then you get to... Actually, it's a lovely area. Uh, it's just wasted on uh, some of the people who, who live there or visit there or something. I hear they're saying that the, they said it's a lovely comedy room. It's just wasted on the people who book you. <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, that you say, oh, don't blame the audience. You can sometimes. <laughs> so Actually, what? I, to be honest, I had a, it was a great gig. They were a lot of fun. They, it was just, it took a while to get there. Um, by the time I got on, <clears throat> as the headliner, uh, <laughs> they were blind drunk, so their heckles were just like, I have no idea what they're trying to say, um, nor was I particularly interested. That's fair. Well, I like, I think the poster, it, I almost was going to come down and join you for this gig because it said comedy show and ham raffle. Yes, yes. <laughs> we got top billing. Who won the ham raffle? I know. There were a lot of... There were a lot of uh, Please tell me you you were the one who drew it. No, me, Josh Cohn, and uh, <laughs> yeah. all the other Jewish comics. Uh, no, they, they, there were several they, there were several raffles. It wasn't just one ham. And, uh, oh, there was two hands. They wouldn't give it away. They wouldn't give it to the people who won until after the show. 
Well, for your, they want them leaving. For your sake, it's probably a good thing. No, they would for have... my sake, I wish they'd given one to everybody and just shut the room down. Now, that would have been a great way, you know. I could just see you're on stage and get knocked out with a four-kilo ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally, someone's taken me out of my misery. Now, what happened? Because I saw, I saw, that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, add Peter Mizell on Facebook because his life really, it's like, it's like, it's like a curb your enthusiasm via status <laughs> updates. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's because I know this story. I haven't talked to Pete since the gig, but I know the story through Facebook. Now, tell us what happened with it. Which Cronulla Shark was it? Uh, Brett Gibbs. Or Bryce Gibbs. Was Bryce Gibbs. Gibbs. Bryce Gibbs. He got uh, he got up to uh, while I'm performing, of course, because why, why not? I mean, why not do something else? Got up, walks over to this. What lady. joke was it? It wasn't even a joke. It was just he just decided to get up. No, and no, what, any no particular part of your act. So was his open I yeah, his open. <laughs> joke. I don't do jokes. You know that. No, I don't remember what part. It was, it was just part of the evening of what was going on, and he was hugging this like ninety year old lady. And I'm exaggerating. She, I'm sure she wasn't eighty nine or eighty eight. I'm sure she's from the Cronulla. Uh, she's from Cronulla. Sun damaged smoke. She's probably about forty. <laughs> she probably was a great grandmother though. Yeah, probably Noe and Doniger. Yeah. And he went to, and she was hugging him, and uh, I, I just mentioned because he had been heckling, and I just mentioned, you know, that she could do better. She wore glasses. Um, she, she wore, she wore glasses. Uh, of the prescription correct? How much heroin are you on to hang on to him? Uh, and so on and so forth. And uh, he didn't seem to get violent. What did you say? Oh, I heard you said. What did you, did you ask him? What he did for a living? Oh, I said. Uh, though somebody yelled out, "Oh, he's a professional," and. Uh, I said, "What professional village idiot?" <laughs> <laughs> because in in with some of those tables, um, it would have been hard work to get that job as oh, a professional. Well, there were several people competing, but it was basically it was a fun. It, you know those gigs where you're fighting and and it, it was one of those. I haven't had one of those in a long time. Oh. It was kind of fun. No, I don't know those gigs. I'm a good comedian. Oh, that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pete, uh, um, why don't you try? Why don't you get yourself? I can get your book there. We'll <laughs> see. Go on, go on. Yeah. Just, as long as I. Only condition is I get the ham raffle as well. <laughs> I'll take Josh along. Raffle. He can do, yeah. the, do the ham raffle. <laughs> yeah. oh, did you have to draw it or the no, MC no, have no, to no, draw no, it? Or no, it was no, just a separate? It, did it beforehand, yeah. Because I've, I've had those situations where gigs where it's the MC and you have to draw the raffle at the end. Oh. And I did it once. And it, oh, <laughs> this was, you'd probably remember, I won't name the guy's name. Oh, he probably wouldn't sue, but you'll, oh, know, you'll, know, who, you'll know who I mean. Um, it was a gig at one of the unis and this guy, he was promoting, the trip was... The prize was a, f- a trip to Byron Bay or something. Like, it was a really expensive holiday. And I had to draw the raffle. And I drew the raffle, a winner, all good. And I walked off. Now, I should have known it was dodgy because the guy who ran the gig, he paid me by shaking my hand. And I felt, no, I'm like, oh, this is cool. He's given me no. And I walked away. I didn't, stupidly didn't check it until he, and I thought, wow, he goes, I've got to go, I've got to go. And he ran out the building. And I'm like, oh, he must have been in a hurry. And then I looked and saw that it was $5 in my hands. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> so you're not used to that amount. <laughs> no, 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 no. What no. did you do with the extra money? Yeah. <laughs> I went out and bought a joke book, something you haven't seen for years. No, I just do my own stuff. It's just brilliant on the spot. I know, oh. I know. But the other thing is, and then afterwards I was playing pool with a mate, and I think it was Jonas, Jonas Holt, coming soon on this podcast. And this the guy who had drawn the raffle came over and pushed me, and I'm like, hey, man, what's up? And he goes, you ripped me off, you ripped me off. And I go... And I go, yeah, no. Well, I go, what do you mean? What do you mean? And he showed me the prize I'd given him. It wasn't a trip to Byron Bay, as I'd said. Right. It was a bus trip between Nimbin and Byron Bay. (laughs) It was a gift voucher for a a free bus trip. 
that had expired two years ago. Oh my god! You're gonna have to tell me after the show, or unless now I have no idea who. This oh, is. I'll tell you. We'll talk about it later. Okay. And actually, ladies and gentlemen, no, actually, we won't get that competition going. <laughs> um, yeah, name, just tweet at comedy on air. You think no? This guy's long gone out of the business. But um, but the guy's like he was getting really angry and rightfully so because they'd bought yeah. tickets in this raffle. And in the end, he's like, "What are you going to do about it?" And I go, "Oh, well, nothing." And he goes, "What are you?" Gonna? And in the end, I said, "Look." Here's five bucks. Here's the promoter's phone number. Have fun, buddy. And yeah. that was that was what I did. Because five bucks, I thought that was nice. Well, I was like, I I also sent the promoter an invoice for it. I should never heard back from him. So, do we know where he is now? Oh, I don't. I don't even think he's on Facebook. I don't know. I'll. I, we can no. find him. He's, he's not on exile. Facebook. He must be in Witsec. <laughs> he's also the same guy, and this might give you the clues. He started comedy at Scruffy Murphy's and. I think show one ended up with someone getting. I think it was Keishin got a glass thrown at it. It was oh, this guy was glass, who the hell has it? That's no, I'm impressed yeah. because it, Dave's a short guy, so you really have to throw down. It, it wouldn't was a be midi. A, it was a yeah, mini glass. Yeah, yeah. It, was a, it was a shot glass actually. That's right. It was a shot glass. <laughs> so what after the gig? Did you are you going to be emceeing the Cronulla's um, you know jersey presentation? Or? Uh, I don't know. I mean, th- this guy seemed to like me. He didn't kill me, which well, I thought that's was a good. Very I mean, that's attitude. good. That's good. He is a professional. You know. You know. In my society group, uh, you know, he's a professional. Oh, doctor, lawyer. Uh, you know, banker. No, no. He plays professional <laughs> football, and he's a prop forward. <laughs> Probably earns okay. more than a doctor or a banker. Be- because, yes, sir. Because you're an elderly New Yorker, you wouldn't know this. Um, he's but actually, you'll tell me, won't you? He's actually a famous player, and he's actually known as a joker around the game. So. He's not. I knew. I knew, I knew the name. Yeah. I didn't know he was known as a Joker. Yeah, he's, he's a bit of a practical Joker. Oh, he's absolutely time. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so perhaps he was. Um, he wasn't too impressed with your act. Was uh, he, he was. He seemed. He seemed happy as, as he shook my hand higher and higher, <laughs> so that he's lifted me off the ground. He seemed quite pleased. <laughs> Uh, big boy, big, big boy. Bo- well, he's a, he's a rugby player, I'd imagine. So you well, some of them, no, but he's a prop forward, yeah. and I know what that is. Oh, I, I don't. I'm oh. not. What, what is a prop forward? It's the no, 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 no. Let, 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 it's let. the guy in the scrum who holds up the uh, little guy who <laughs> rocks the ball. But but league only has the scrum for show, doesn't it? That's they right. don't actually. Yeah, have... it really is for show, and they don't shave. They don't shave, so. Uh, they can rub the guy's face on the other side, but they, these are the biggest guys. <laughs> really, that's these are the that's... biggest guys in the field. Did you did you ever play any rugby? Uh, tip, tip, yeah. Tip. I even scored a try. Tip, what's tip? What? Touch. I think you mean touch. touch yeah. Oh, I was like tip. <laughs> oh, I thought you tip, tip, tough, tough. Ah, because I I didn't get I didn't get what you meant with tip there because I I played they call it tip football, one game. What don't they call it tip? No, they call it touch football. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. All right, I played touch tip. Whatever. Tip touch. Well, I played. Lester, did you? You would have played rugby in your time. Played a bit of a footy at school. Yeah, no kidding. Played plenty of tip, Pete. Really? I would have seen you more as a netball kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Jasmine? You played much rugby in your time? Rugby? Oh, well, because I'm from New Zealand. Yeah. No, no, just because I asked everyone else to be rude not to ask you. <laughs> oh, you seem sexist. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I, did you Mark, play? You're not sexist. No, um, <laughs> no, I never played rugby. I did play netball. I was forced as a child to play netball. Hated it. Worst experience of my life. Oh, wow. How about softball? Because New Zealand's big on softball. Yeah, I don't really like softball. Love it. Love really? It. Yeah. Why? And I saw the best pitching I ever saw in New Zealand. The, the um, lady... Pictures incredible. Do you, do you like softball because it makes you feel comfortable in the bedroom when you say, when you meet a girl and you can't get it up? You go, "Hey, I'm a professional softball player." Doesn't matter how hard the balls are. It's not. That's not the. That's not. I see. I see why you're having a problem. I see why. I see why you're having issues in the bedroom. With, unfortunately, with Lester, but oh. that's not. <laughs> 
Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, but see, I, I played one. I only I played one game of rugby league. Our, our second fifteen, they were shorter player, and I played one. No, it was Union. I played one game, and because I'm a pretty big guy, I got yeah. put in the scrum. No one told me what <laughs> to do with a scrum, so I'm in there in the front row, locking in, and this ball comes in, and I'm like. I thought it was just a case of kick it until it gets out. So I boot the crap out of this ball, hit the other guy in the nads, and everyone's like, who kicked the ball? Who kicked? And then I realized, oh, I've done something wrong. And I go, yeah, who kicked the ball? <laughs> but then that was, besides kicking the ball, I had one other touch. Someone threw the ball to me, and I'm like, oh, I got the ball. What do I do? And someone goes, put it down, put it down. I scored a try. Good work. That was it. That's it. And I retired. One touch, one try. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, there's no punchline to that story. No, it's not no, like your ass. It's not a bad I, career. I, yeah. I give you a, uh, oh, good. Work as a team. Uh, <laughs> between the two of you, a full brain would be great. Uh, <laughs> when I was coaching softball, you know, I don't know if you know softball, but you're allowed to run, or baseball, you're allowed to run past first base. And I was teaching the kids how to play, and you tell them that. You can run past first base. You don't have to stop right on it. You really have to tell them they probably... I caught up with the kid as he's climbing the fence in right field because he, when you, he took it literally. I can run past first base as far as I want. Uh-oh, Lester's going to say something. You heard it here first. Peter Mizell telling kids they can go past first base. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I said your honor after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Famous. Uh, well, that, that's so... You, how, long, how, long, how many years did you coach softball? Quite a few. What I tips have you got? Like, what, what was you, when you played? You were you a pitcher, a catcher? When I um, I have pitched slow uh, pitch. No, no baseball. Uh, no, not in softball. In baseball, oh, you I played pitched. baseball too. Yes. Uh, what was your specialty? You you have a... my, can I tell you about how my third dream has come true? Okay, this is po- this is related to what we're discussing. Well, you are sitting on a couch with Jasmine, so <laughs> fourth dream coming up. Fourth thing. <laughs> <laughs> and what word can we put? What kind of dream? Well, anyway. Uh, I used to, you know, please, God, when you pray to God, you have to be careful. Please, God, let me play for the Yankees someday. And I did. I played for the Canterbury Yankees. <laughs> and please, God, let me live someday in Beverly Hills. And I did, not far from Norway. And uh, recently, I got my third dream fulfilled. Oh, can I please do Broadway someday? And I did, the Broadway Lounge, where some woman on Broadway flashed her tits at the uh, at. The whole room. You were there. I was you there. there. I was there. You I saw it. This was yeah. My sh- third dream came true. I played for the Yankees, lived in Beverly Hills, and uh, did Broadway. Well, that night was kind of like my nightmare coming true because your I, nightmare. It was well. It was around the corner from my house, and I was going out to do some shopping, and I look in this. Well, we've named the place, so I won't. Be, but let's just say I wouldn't go there by choice. And I walk in, and I'm like, "Oh, there's Peter Mizell sitting there alone." There's a shock. I thought I'll go in and say good day. <laughs> and, and it I turns out three hookers. And I, yeah, I know. And it turns out it was a comedy night, so it's no shock to see Peter Mizell there alone. Right. And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do a comedy, Mark." And so I'm like, oh, I thought oh, I'll stay. With I had Pete. a speech impediment that yeah, night. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought I'd stay and watch the show. And Pete, to his credit. It must have been you worked your butt off, didn't you? I? You, you did really well. Thank you. But the fact that the room was so piss poorly laid, all the the five people were way up the bed. It just it was a night where and they weren't there for comedy. No, they. I don't know what. I don't think they knew why they were there. No. And then just I think we left because I said oh, after Pete's act we left. I think we we're going to get a coffee or something. And you'd forgot to get a gun with one bullet. But you you, <laughs> you tell it your way. Well. <laughs> We went back because I think you left a coloring book or a... No, no, I left my... Well, I left several things there, but some still gone. But the, my phone and my, my shirt. 
Well, this not yeah. that I was topless, but my, <laughs> yeah. my, 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 just, my just, it's a common tradition of Peter Mazel. Once when he's not happy with the gig, he just rips his shirt off and just walks out into the traffic. Because it still looks like I'm wearing a a, a jumper. Because I have a lot of hair. Oh, you know, good, good to do the, the expressions good, I got from you people. Well, good to do a visual jokes on a podcast. It yeah, yeah. Work. <laughs> but then we went back, and there was the lady had just walked in, and she'd allegedly flashed herself on Broadway, and um. <laughs> I was outside and she thought I was the bouncer mm. because she's apologizing to me. And I'm like, don't apologize. It's okay. And then as she walked off, she turned around, a little bit of crowd had gathered and I'll apologize for the learn the, the word I'm about to use because we don't try to not use it, but this, I'm quoting her verbatim. She sort of stood up, grabbed her crotch oh, and said, oh, of course she did. You, you probably would have had a coronary when you heard this next bit. She goes, and she did this, she went down and did the splits and then goes, hey, boys, imagine how good these cunt muscles are. Oh. I just walked oh, off. It was. What was the last thing you told me not to say ever on this show? Well, I just apologize. We'll, put, we'll have to put it explicit. I was, it was a direct quote. It was, it was a direct quote. It was, yeah. You've got to th- so, ladies, yeah, what I'm saying is if you want your club or pub to ha- be a bit more eventful, book myself for a yeah. show. It's What, and give up show business? Never. <laughs> well, that, that was, and that was your Broadway debut. That was it. My third Dream fulfilled. Dream fulfilled. Well, gee, any my more... next one. Well, you know what my next one's going to be world peace. Yeah, who cares? Uh, <laughs> having sex with Ursula Andress, which sounded great in 1965 when she when she walked out of the water and I was going to say Doctor that one, No. Is that one? Uh, is that one of those dreams where we're going to need a shovel and a spotlight? To <laughs> I, I don't know what you plan to do with it. But well, yeah. isn't she dead? No. Oh, she's what, still do you alive? think I'm crazy? <laughs> well, you know. Well. <laughs> you know. I don't think she's dead. No, she's not. Well, it's, it's speaking of death, we'll go for a seg. I don't know how I'm going to segue into the next bit. It's the end of the year, Christmas <laughs> slash Hanukkah. Oh, well, this year well, you would have... death. At, no, that was birth. Yeah. Yeah, you would have loved uh, Hanukkah this year because it fell on Thanksgiving. So you could have had the two celebrations on the one day. And instead I had neither. Yeah, no, you didn't... No. You don't celebrate Hanukkah? No. No? Can I use the... Can I, because a lot of people in your podcast don't know what Hanukkah is. Oh. Hanukkah is the Jewish festival of phlegm. And if you people come to see my act, you'll get to hear that and more. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to see a Peter Mizell act, bring a ham just to throw it. <laughs> yeah. And that's the other thing. I mean, what is, but wait, actually, uh, sorry. We should, what is Hanukkah? Hanukkah? Like, what, what's, what's the pros? Like, we have Christmas, obviously. We get presents. We have a meal. And we have a nap in the afternoon. That's my vision of Christmas. Well, What's Hanukkah? For me, Christmas is every day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Hanukkah, it, Han, the reason Hanukkah seems important, because it's a fairly minor holiday, but the reason it's important is because it is the Jewish holiday that's closest to Christmas, so the Jewish kids can get presents. Uh, and you're supposed to get, in the, because the, it's eight days of Hanukkah, and you're supposed to get a present each day. I swear to God, my parents never told me that. Oh. <laughs> that was a huge secret until I was at university. <laughs> wow. See, the other yeah. kids at Jewish school didn't talk to you much. <laughs> You're no, a loner at school. It was part of the uh, complex. The, uh, none of us got more than one present. Ah, so it's a conspiracy. You know, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we got... Well, what's, if Hanukkah's yeah. not the big one, what's the big thing on the oh, Jewish you know, calendar? Uh, Yom Kippur, Rosh Hashanah, and other than that, Passover. How about lighting the candles? What's that one for? Hanukkah, the uh, Jewish festival of phlegm. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to do that for eight days. And you didn't Menorah. celebrate Thanksgiving either. No. Nope. What's to. Thanksgiving? Is, uh, like what's that one? I don't. That's the one. I'm amazed it hasn't become here because we've got Halloween recently, and Halloween is good here. I, mean, I don't good. like it. I don't like Halloween. I, do. I think it's just, and this is probably cliched, but the thought of encouraging kids to knock on strangers' doors asking for 
tricks or, or asking for treats. <laughs> yeah. Turning tricks. Turning, yeah, well, tricks. yeah. yeah I mean, are we living like... See, that's why Lester likes it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he, the first thing he thought Come was here. entrapment. He does, it he, realized... he does it in April. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, around where is located, it's a nice area, but it's a little dangerous. And, I know. you know, you've got to give these kids things because they could probably rip your car off. I don't know. It's, I just, I don't like the whole concept of it. I okay. didn't grow up with I Halloween. understand why. But I mean, the whole thing of decorating and costumes and, uh, you know, not the costumes we're used to and Lester in April. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, no, I, I liked it. was great where I was growing up because we lived in apartment buildings. Uh, there were eight apartments on each floor. There were like 12 floors. So what you would do is you'd start on, you'd, you'd take the elevator up to 12. You'd ring all the doorbells and go around collecting, go downstairs to the next floor. You would have a huge hall and there were people Damn it! Who would give you fruit? Lazy American kids is doing it all in one big hit. That's why, <laughs> that's why you're all so fat now. Oh yeah, look, yeah, look who's talking. <laughs> because I, yeah, because I remember they were going to let you play Santa Claus if you lost some weight. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get a razor blade in the fruit? No, no, that was a myth actually. That um, I was on one of those myth busting websites the other week because I was in an office and I was bored, and it said that the myth there was, but never been any razor blades found in fruit. It was some myth that got. Oh really? It was one of those things that got picked up and was just taken away. Okay, didn't know that. Maybe how could, about pins? Maybe you I'd could start a new as well. tradition. <laughs> well, yes, right. <laughs> After I'm done shaving. But thanks. So what's getting? Oh wait, well, Thanksgiving. What? What are we? Is it just pretty much a day to get together with your family and just be thankful? Is that? Or am I simplifying theory, things? Well, yes, you are simplifying it, but that's yeah. what I expect from you. But, uh, <laughs> well, dealing with Americans, you've got to be simple. Gotta, it's got to be. Yeah. No, it's where the pilgrims were, uh, somebody, were starving. What's a pilgrim? They were people who came from England, for, formed the colony in, in, in Massachusetts. They were the ones who landed in Plymouth Rock. So essentially, it's a day that boat people can be thankful. Uh-huh. That's exactly right. So Tony right. Abbott is probably, if we ever try to get Thanksgiving here, he'd be, he'd be against it. He would be against anything, you know, stop the boats, gay Mardi Gras, stop the floats. It's just, <laughs> there's just no winning with him. But um, Are the pilgrims the guys that the American Indians liked? Or? Well, they did like them, you know, they <laughs> helped them to survive in the beginning so that they could take over the rest of the country. <laughs> Isn't it meant to be about Americans, is my impression. I'm saying, hey, sorry to the Native Americans. No. That was my impression. Well, it's a, a, well sorry, you don't do you do a good impression of Groucho Marx. Other than that, <laughs> stay away from impressions. It's the day the Atlanta Braves play the Washington Redskins. Oh my Thanks. God, that that's disgrace. The team they're talking about getting rid of that name. And but the, the, be. there's I, I was, Braves is not ba- as bad. Yeah, Braves is. Yeah, but I mean Redskins is just. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's an ethnic yeah. slur. That, Absolutely. But you know what's amazing? They, they got rid of Washington Bullets, but they get Redskins. Yes, <laughs> good point. Yeah. Oh really. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Washington Bullets, Washington Capitals now. Oh, Capitals. More dangerous. Far more dangerous. Wizards now. No, that's the NBA. Yeah, Washington Wizards are the NBA. Yeah, but yeah. they, they, they were the bullets. bullets. Yeah, what were nah, the... I don't know. I mean, I only know because of chocolate bullets. Sure, of, course, of course, of course, of course. It all comes back to bullets for <laughs> yeah, Lester. food for him. If he doesn't eat bullets, he'll just end up putting a bullet in him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we, so we're asking a guy who's thankful for nothing about Thanksgiving. I am thankful. No, no. What about, do you celebrate? Is your, I love it. You're going to celebrate Christmas this year? Uh yeah, we, Christmas Eve is always spent at my house. Where the family comes over, um, and then they leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're thankful the next. Um, time. <laughs> I'm thankful. Wow, thanks. Yeah, no, we Christmas Eve my place. Christmas Day, I haven't been told yet what I'm doing. But like, what <laughs> did you do last year? Go to one of the one. Of I the... went to my daughter's uh, house. Ah, well, that's nice. Yeah, that is nice. I like the green. It's nice. You get there, you you eat the food, you leave before the washing up. It's perfect. Here's something. Uh, um, two of my of grandsons won awards at school. Wow. This woman wrote, wrote on the Facebook thing, 
uh, are, you, is, are these your grandchildren? And I'm thinking, yeah, they won awards. How could they possibly be my grandkids <laughs> is what her thought was. Fair point, fair point. Fair, and I thought fair point fair too. Point. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Add him on Facebook and you get to find out what the grandkids are. What do they win awards for? Attendance oh. and encouragement. Uh, most improved and <laughs> second most improved. <laughs> second most improved. <laughs> oh, that's good. Well, it is the end. What, what, what grades are they in? These were kindergarten. This is one thing. This is a new tradition that they've got now. Like They have graduation dinners and celebration nights when they finish a grade. I went to one for seventh grade. Yeah, seventh. Uh, like I don't, I don't understand. Like I can understand. Like I remember at the end in primary school, the end of year you had a function where everyone, like you get your prizes, but not everyone gets a certificate. Can I mention that this? My, this is for real too. My wife today, I think they had the uh, presentation assembly at her school, and uh, you know they gave the speech. Not everyone can win an award. <laughs> her <laughs> class of of twenty eight kids, twenty five kids won awards. Oh my oh. god! So three kids are sitting there. And you know what does that message does it say to them? You know, look, we we, we <laughs> there's nothing you qualified for. We gave awards to anybody cross the street correctly. Here's an award. You three, nothing. And uh, can I just quickly? Course, I was in a contest once at Harold Park Hotel in the old days, and you'll get this story. I may have even told this in another podcast. I'm sure you have. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and the bird can. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there were ten. There were there were ten finalists in the comic of the year, and I was one of them. And one of the people couldn't make it that night, and there were eight awards. <laughs> So there were nine people, eight awards. You see where I'm headed with this, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> As yeah. I'm standing there on stage all by myself, <laughs> waving gingerly to the that's, audience. Yeah, that's cruel, man. I thought that was cruel. But you know what? Like about the kids getting the awards thing, it does affect them because my flatmate is like went to school with me. We were the same age, you know, years and years ago, and he got 29th out of 29th in Japanese class. Yeah. And on his school report, it said David always tries his best. Right. And then, <laughs> he still mentions it to this day. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he was a genius. <laughs> so uh, he wasn't a. Do- you guys are obviously very closely related. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lester was twenty-seven. So he brings it up too. But Lester but cheated. Like, yeah, copied, that, that is copied like, from him. You think though, like you and you. Why didn't your wife sort of? They must have realized like, I can't just have three kids getting. My nothing. wife was pretty. My wife was upset with it, but yeah? she's only yeah. She but, and she handed out the prizes. She, <laughs> no, she didn't. They do. They do it at the assembly. It's but done. What, by, what uh, sort of prizes are like they getting in primary school? No, no, they get a you get a certificate. Oh, okay, so suitable for framing. But, but you know what? It also it's also bullshit giving twenty eight prizes because it just cheapens, yeah. cheapens the prize for the. You should for, give at least like, like for the winners. A, a worst, exactly. <laughs> well, there should be. I mean, I don't know. I think you, there should be. Obviously, it's in primary school. You get one for spelling. One for maths and maybe one for sport and an attendance. No, there are six uh, basic areas. You give it that. Yeah. Uh, what are the six? Uh, you really want me to go through science, well, social studies, reading, writing. Using See, this is the reason Generation Y is stuffed up. They're doing too much and not focusing. They should all they should be doing in primary school know how to read, know how to do maths, have a basic idea of science, not specialising. Mm-hmm. Know a bit about them and a bit of sport, and that's it. Learn the rest in high school or uni. Uh, well, the major ones are read, uh, reading and maths. And yeah. the spelling, I don't think, is that important. Any, I know this sounds awful. Because they, they, you have spell check and correct. And uh, diction, they used to have dictionaries. Now, well, they got dictionary.com. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm, I'm, I guess. And you get a thesaurus. Go ahead, somebody. <laughs> I gave you a straight line. Anybody? Thoris? Anybody? No? Okay, fine. Um, but yeah, I agree. Uh, but math and reading, absolutely. 
absolutely the most maths, important. Really? Yes. Yeah, you, you got to calculate as an apps for that. No, you, you need you, you need to understand what you're doing. Oh, I'm not sure if you've heard, but um, Generation Y are actually out of control. Um, like they're animals. I didn't know that. Didn't know that. No. Any more than two Gen Y people together constitutes a gang, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you Generation Y? X. No. Technically, I am. Yeah. But you are. I think no, we're me and Lester okay. the same. Mate. We're it's. X and Y, it's diff- like some all places line, will definitely define it older and young. We should should mention, ladies and gentlemen, if you hear a slapping noise, there's a bowl of lollies on the couch next to Mizell, and Lester keeps reaching for it, and Pete, <laughs> and Pete tries to slapping it. Because He's he thinking- speaks with a speech impediment of the best of times. <laughs> <laughs> he shoves his face full of lollies. Of course, who wants to hear him anyway? Good point. Have some more. Lollies. <laughs> <laughs> there's something you don't see often. Peter Mizell offering something to someone. Want you. some lollies, little boy? <laughs> Little oh. Generation Y guy. <laughs> and uh, I, I hope in editing, if we can just get that clip, and that can be my whole example of why we should not have Halloween. Just right. Peter Mazzaro. <laughs> Want some lollies, little boy? Yeah. And he's what? 30? Why will we not? But Pete's so already calls him Generation Who. <laughs> <laughs> or no, that's Generation X, 34. No, just, no, no. It's borderline, borderline. Yeah, 34. Just 34. It's X and Y. X and Y, like, there's... Definitions of character, like there's some things that we we'd identify with that generation Y. Some things we got with Generation X. The and cusp. What are you, Generation Q? I wish <laughs> baby boomer, baby boomer. But the, 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 fact I'm, the fact I'm trying to hold back. And the soon I'll be wearing car. nappies again. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> just a matter of time. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Yeah. I look forward to you being the spokesperson for Depends Undergarments. <laughs> yeah. You just start every set with a not dropping a nice big dump in I your did pants. Go, I did go for an ad for a. Uh, Something to stop you from urinating during the night. Maybe you should go one for, something. Maybe you should go for one for memory loss. <laughs> well, they didn't pick me, so I didn't have to memorize the name of the product. <laughs> because they said they we got a call back. They liked us. They sent it back to America where the ad was shown, and I was going to get to be in the '66 Mustang. And they they said they said no, and they canceled. Yeah, Sixty-six year old Indian lady. <laughs> yeah, her <laughs> name's a, Mustang. The swinging '60s now to me is hanging myself from a tree. <laughs> It's a funny brand of straight jacket, 66 Mustang. <laughs> I'm sorry, did somebody want to explain that? That's a very, it's a very clever joke. You said you got to be in a 66 Mustang. Yeah, well, He's implying that Mustang's a brand of straight jacket. Is it, it wasn't actually an audition you went to. They were just trying to have you put away. So he just grasped something out, just made up something out of nowhere. <laughs> Mustang is a straight jacket. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's why he gets all the good gigs, Lester. That's why yeah. he gets Didn't all the good gigs. What about New Year's, Pete? You got any plans for the New Year? Oh, other than trying to make it through. Uh, no, 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 no. My idea is to be home. I mean, I mean, living through it. Not absolutely. To, my idea is to get. I hate New Year's Eve. There's no. Point. I'm not a fan of it either. Like, we, if you're not single, there's no point to New Year's Eve. We used to have some great parties at. Uh, you're right. I do need to get my memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and just off Times Square, a hotel, and Jesus, uh, it's, now the, it's now the Chinese consulate. But it was a great. They were great parties, and I was single. Wow, fun! Just off Times Square. I'm sorry. Is there an echo in here? I said with. Wait a minute. I just said just off Times Square, and with just that information, you were able to say just off Times Square. I wonder if you just mentioning the Chinese embassy. We're going to get new consulate. Consulate. We're going to get new listeners to this. You know, in China. Yeah. I'm just inferring Lincoln Square Motoring. The Lincoln, the Lincoln Square Motor, motor in. And that was your New Year's Eve hangout? Oh, superb. What's, what do they do in Times Square? They drop the ball or? Yeah, they drop the ball. Never been there. Oh, were you there? Yeah, last oh. year. The ball dropped, though, so quite disappointing. It, it looks like it malfunctioned halfway and 
So what's I'm the whole concept? Like, because when you drop the ball, it's sort of a bad thing, and that's how America <laughs> starts. Well, it is, you know. <laughs> you hand the ball. To- I never thought of that. It's and it's like then you drop it down, and it's like, hey, I don't get that one. Like at least. We blow up our bridge in Sydney on New Year's Eve. We're like, here's five million dollars. Boom! Your New Year's Eve is brilliant. That is brilliant. See, we've got it. Like, we does it great. It's a waste of dough. Oh, that's the spirit. (laughs) (laughs) What is like? You said actually, last New Year's Eve wasn't bad. We went over to just under the bridge and watched the bridge blow up. But we actually, I didn't know (laughs) with the other trolls. Yeah, yeah. That's how I met Lester. It was a great (laughs) night. But no, this is a little tip. Um, the Sydney ferries run rather than paying twelve hundred dollars for a river cruise or a harbour cruise. If you wait till three a.m., the ferries start running. So we ended up getting a prostate exam. Um, maybe sex on my birthday. Uh, <laughs> my wife gets me a hooker as a present. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Square. Anyone, anyone who's thinking of any late last minute Christmas shopping, this is it, for, yeah, for Peter. No, nothing, nothing. Di- this is the trouble when you get older. There's nothing different. It's always the same. Um, yeah, there's no real changes. How about no. a DVD of Groundhog Day? Will that help you? No. Uh, oh, she's been so quiet. It was really for the best. <laughs> That's wasn't the worst. It? Cut that as well. <laughs> no, no, leave no, that no, in. Leave that in. It's the only like when they it's the when only they way he learns. They, when they book corporate comics and they go, "Should we get Lester or Peter?" <laughs> That'll be a decider. <laughs> what about seeing as seeing as Pete? We've we've tried to get Peter to look forward. What about looking back? What was the highlight for you this year? You had a good year. I did have a good year. Uh, I mean, I, I actually, I mean, I could, I haven't had a job since 1994, uh, and I'm <laughs> so this will be the 20 year anniversary. 20 year anniversary job, um, and that's really good. Or and does Centrelink uh, give you a gold senior so, card? For that? <laughs> no, I never have to go to Centrelink. You know the story. I, yeah, I yeah, 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 no, 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 education no. to court, sued yep. them, won. They paid me not to teach. <laughs> Listen, all the any of you potential. This is what you have to aim for. I hear that uh, that settlement um, ran out a couple of years ago. And now it's just your former students chipping in, just to make sure you don't go back. So don't go back. Yeah, yeah. I they have Daniel Peter myself whip around. One of my ex pupils. I mean, they're they're just about turning fifty now, which oh, freaks wow. me out. One of them has still doesn't Several of them have five grandchildren. Uh, one of them has five grandchildren. Several of them have grandchildren. It freaks me out because it means I must be even older. That, that's yeah. <laughs> that, or they might do paternity tests. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Your Honor, yeah. lollies, anyone? Lollies, yeah, we'll, we'll get skirt around that. So it's generally been a good year. Well, it's been, it's been a, a good year. I think it's been a good year. Like, I'm lucky to know the people I know. I've got some very interesting friends, and it's good to see them at comedy venues. And I, I yeah, I'm, I am, I am lucky. You got any trips planned for the next year? Going back to to New York. Yeah. When? Oh, again. Yeah, probably June or July. I'm going because, as we, you know, I'm going in February. Yes, Actually, perfect. I found out I'm going to be in there. And, former guest Andy Kindred, who's on the show, she's going to be in LA in February. So. Oh, fabulous! So yeah, it's just going to be. I haven't been able to see her in Sydney, so I'll catch up with her over there. You are going to love New York. New York is the best city in the world to visit because I've been to every single city in the world, and, <laughs> and that's my <laughs> informed opinion. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Lagos, Nigeria, may be better. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been there yet, but I think New York is better. Yeah. Uh, boy, I sure hope that's in Nigeria. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to sound stupid. But no, it was it was a, no. You're going to have such a good time. And back to that. Go back and listen to the inaugural episode of Coming on Edge the podcast we did it together, didn't we? Yes, yes. We yeah. did. 